Thursday. True and <laughs> trivial talk. Ah, uh, what a Thursday. Yes, it is. good times. <laughs> Depending on how you define good times, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's good, it's good. Anyone else have like a gigantic paper bag the size of a watermelon they're blowing into right now? Like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's been quite the whopper since Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting week, but you know, put that aside for now. Are you doing okay? Other than that, hey man, um, we're doing pretty good. You know, yeah. we, had, <laughs> you know, this whole, <laughs> I'll get this in a second, but you know, we had Halloween. Yeah, that was. Did you guys have a good time on Halloween? Yeah, we had Halloween. Yeah, it was good. You guys did a lot of road tripping before. Um, we did. We did. Then yeah, and it was guys- it was good. It was it was uh, it was fun and definitely different this year. You know, a lot of people out doing the. Uh, the uh, uh, the shoot thing where they I like, saw one person doing that. I saw like four or five different people doing oh, shoots where like they candy send down candy the shoot. down the shoot because they didn't want to be close to people. But at least they did it. That's good. Hey, that's what we used to do as kids. We'd make uh, super instant coffee. We get like we play restaurant. We get yeah. dirt, mix it <laughs> with some water, and pour it down a pipe. And someone had their cup underneath the the pipe. It's like oh, instant coffee. Yeah, it's dirt. <laughs> you know, you know, you want the good dirt flavor in your beans. Actually, that is. Kind or of a, you just don't drink coffee. You know, they're, 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 he is a weirdo. He does not like coffee. I'm not a coffee fan, but that's just me. But I do like pumpkin spice. He likes pumpkin spice coffee. You know, what's interesting is that people that we talk Why to- Why are we even friends? The people that we How talk are we to, even they're, friends? Like, they're talking about these these episodes, like, my favorite one was the pumpkin spice. Like, I've heard I that. I know. By all our metrics, the pumpkin spice thing is just <laughs> through the roof compared to like- So all every year people. we'll have to do a pumpkin spice episode. Every year. Every like year. Every week, maybe. I don't know. No. No, we're not going to pumpkin spice this podcast. No, we're not. We're not. But <laughs> we're not going there. And Halloween was kind of cool. I know we got. We're going to talk about the election here in a second. Uh, soon. Election. Um, what election? This is our post-election pick-me-up. Yeah. And we'll we'll get to all that. We got some fun things in store for you, and we have some serious things we'll talk about and address things from sort of a biblical perspective. A, feelings and how you doing perspective, <laughs> and uh, all that jazz. But you know. We also had Halloween, yeah, and it was it was fun. We we uh, strung up Christmas lights between our two trees in our front yard and wedged uh, candy in. In fact, like this candy right here, yeah, I saved one piece of it. But we had like a hundred, almost two hundred pieces of candy in those Christmas lights, and all, almost every single piece was gone. By yeah, the end of the night. I think I took about five of them, but that that's just me. But. Yeah. The sign said one piece per kid. <laughs> I have five kid. kids, and they had some too. You have five kids? No, oh, I don't have five. I'm the There's one with five. a bazillion children. You have one more than I do. <laughs> okay, it feels I know like you a wear that as a badge of honor. <laughs> we have all these kids. I, I just want sympathy, man. I know people I who have more. Understand. Daniel. I know, man. All Seriously. Right. There's, we hey, have... You have a birthday coming up. That's right, I do. Yeah. Yeah, is this the big days. 4-0? Or? No, it is not the big 4-0. No, you're close. It's 39, man, in a couple 39, days. 39. 39. I know. I know I, I don't look as spry as a 39-year-old, but, um, <laughs> you know, hair comes in handy sometimes. Yeah. So, Or you could have a white stripe. A white stripe. You got the, you know, white stripe. <laughs> nice. Way to, way to go for the 80s reference there. Yes. White, wait, white stripes. Are, I was thinking of white. Snake. White stripes is a band. I was thinking white stripes but is a gun, band, but there's also gum. That's I don't. I don't know. We're not. You know, we're not going to go too deep into that. Yeah. All right. Well, things to do, man. Like I said, this is our post-election pick-me-up. So we're going to do some fun things. We're going to. <laughs> this is a new segment that I'm pretty almost scared to do, but I said I'd do it. He's we're going to do in honor of Sir Sean Connery that Sean. passed away at the ripe age of ninety. We're gonna do Sean Connery reads Trump tweets. Okay, my my favorite Sean Connery role was Indiana Jones's dad. That was actually pretty awesome. Yeah, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was an excellent movie. Yeah, and in it, and the sort of the conversational interplay between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery was just awesome. Loved it. What I never understood is how come like his dad has a British accent, but Harrison Ford doesn't. I don't know. Who knows? But he was a cool dad, right? Yep. I, was probably, I wonder how much older than Harrison. Like he's only like maybe fifteen years older than Harrison Ford. Harrison I Ford, I think, is in his seventies. So I don't know. I think he's in his. So fifteen, yeah, about yeah, fifteen years older. Eighties, I don't know. Anyway, maybe. Well, uh, and after that, we're going to do some bizarre state laws quiz. You know, we've been looking at this election, and <laughs> every state has their own special way of handling these elections, yeah. <laughs> and it's been pretty interesting to watch and a little nerve wracking too. Sure. And you kind of go, "How is that okay?" Yeah. You know, <laughs> we have some states writing down, you know, things on stone tablets. Come on, They're states, not... get your act together. Seriously, yeah. They can't uh, all be Texas, dude. They can't all 
be Texas. No, no. sounds like a great country song in the making. <laughs> so let's. Uh, and after that, we're going to do an election paralysis analysis. Like, are you able to move? Are you functioning? Are you doing well? Regardless of what camp you're in right now, yep. you know we're yep. all sort of hanging on the edge of our seat. Which way these states will go? All right. Well, let's do it, man. You've you've written down some Trump tweets for me. For yes. Sean Connery hand, reads hand Trump curated tweets. so that <laughs> Daniel here, who thinks he thinks he can do it, can uh, Sean Connery. Okay, don't judge. Don't but judge. We'll, I, I, I try you're the best. one that said you wanted to do this. I, I so. know. I said I'd do this. So All right. we'll, we'll see. Here's your first one right there. All right. Let's here we go. Do this. Sean Connery reads Trump tweets. Hold on. Let me close my eyes and, and picture that I'm listening to James Bond. <laughs> But says right. I'm going to hear my own impersonation on the headphones on this, and I may go. You know what? This is not a good impersonation. I'm just going to quit. But <laughs> hey, man, you, you want to do go. it? Let's do this. All right. All right, here we go. Last night, our country's brave warriors rescued an American hostage in Nigeria. Our nation salutes the courageous soldiers behind the daring nighttime rescue operation and celebrates the safe return of yet another American citizen. That's pretty good. Yeah? That's pretty good. Right. <laughs> now, that was uh, that was Mel Gibson Braveheart, right? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. That was good. That was, that was a good Sean Connery. Hey, he's Australian. Yeah. I, I don't try to do an Australian accent because there's too much nuance there. Yeah. Like, it easily slips into, like, a Welsh accent or British accent. He was Scottish in that movie, though, right? Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. Okay. Each of my island. How about this one? All right. See what do we got next here? <clears throat> As Christians throughout the great country celebrate All Souls Day, let's remember those who went before us and built this great nation. May their legacy inspire us as we keep our nation what it has always been, blessed and great. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see here. Where'd you? How, how far we... back in Trump's tweets did you scroll back for these? Like. Uh, like that's that's from the other day. This is from the other day. Yeah, it's like the day after Halloween. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Wow. All well right. Done. Okay. How much? How many more you want? I, I don't know how much more people put up with. Let's do All a right. couple more. We'll do a couple more. All right. There's that one. Okay. I thought you were gonna like throw some funny ones my way, but these are actually like really good Trump tweets. <laughs> this is like the I actually sat five seconds and thought about these for or someone else wrote them tw- Trump tweets. All right. Not the five o'clock in the morning constitutions. Tweets. Well, you know what, then? Having said that, I'm going to give you this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. All right. All right. <clears throat> I will soon be giving a first in television history, full, unedited preview of the vicious attempted takeout. Interview of me by Leslie Stahl of At 60 Minutes. Watch their constant interruptions and anger. Compare my full and flowing and magnificently brilliant answers to their cues. <laughs> Absolutely. Full, flowing, and magnificently brilliant. All right. Uh, so humble. So humble. so humble. All right, I got two more for you. Here All right, go, right, bring it, bro. All right, this one right there. <laughs> I'm having more fun in this than I can really convey to you Hopefully right now. Hopefully y'all are having fun. <laughs> I know, Maybe. Right? All right, here we go. Okay. My hashtag... American Dream Plan is a promise to Hispanic Americans to fuel a thriving economy, provide education, opportunity for all, pres- preserve freedom, and support faith, family, and community. That's good. Well done. All right. And the last one's a doozy. Oh, boy. <laughs> the last one is connected to the one you just read, except it's in Spanish. It's No. <laughs> I cannot read Spanish. Well, let's hear it. Let's no. hear you try. This this is going to be so insulting if I read this because I can't do shotgun reading a Spanish tweet. Come on, man. Oh, dude. Why? <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure Trump actually typed all that out himself, oh, right? No, he like hit the Google Translate and was like, <laughs> I can't do it. I wish I had a good Trump impersonation. Where and then I he had his it. aides check it, like the Super first Trump. first Trump tweet ever, where his aides actually checked it before he put it out there. First all right. ever. All right, can you check my Spanish? <laughs> that was your Trump impersonation. It's not good. I need to work on it. Huge. Okay, it could be huge tweet. <laughs> Magnificent. All right, here we go. 
<laughs> I don't know what I can do there. Just try and get through sins, man. Come Me. on. Me. Hashtag American Dream Plan. Es una. I got to get this closer because I can't recognize. Promesa para los Hispanoamericanos de impulsa una economía prospera. Proviro oportunidades de educación para todas preservar la libertad y por... I can't finish. All right. To all of our Hispanic <laughs> listeners out there. I'm so sorry. He made me do this. I'm, I apologize. Oh, that's just wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to our Latino friends. Oh, don't judge us. I, all right. I picked up like two Spanish words when I did construction work for one summer. And I, ner- I learned like barro, which is like the word for the bar. Basically, this huge like metal bar you yeah. need to break up concrete. And um, what was it? <laughs> oh, I, I forgot know. what shovel was. That was the other really important one I had to learn. Now I've forgotten it. Anyway. I don't, I don't remember what shovel is. Anyway. Finished. Well, thank you for that, Matt. You're welcome. And uh, hopefully y'all thank won't appreciate my Sean Connery accent. <laughs> Sir Connery. Tip of the hat to you, Sir Sean. All right. So now we made it through that. Next, we have a pretty interesting segment. What have we got, Matt? Well, you know, it's easy to get a little frustrated with these states, but um, we're going to give you some bizarre state laws that are actually um, in effect in some of these states where you'll hear and you'll be like, wait, really? Is that true? Um, And so some of the options you hear won't be true, and then one will be true. So Mm. you ready? This is multiple choice, right? It's multiple choice. All right. All right. So I've got some for him, and he's got some for me, and we'll see how we do on this. Okay. Well, let's just start with Texas, all right, since we're already here, you know. Start with our own state. In Texas, what item is it illegal to sell? A, your dog's poop. B, your own eyeballs. C, your banana peels. Or D, your own hair. Oh, man. Which of those, Daniel, is it illegal to sell in Texas? I can't imagine a reason why someone would sell their own feces. Um, no, your dog's. Oh, your dog. Your yeah. dog's poop. You can't sell it. What purpose would you have for it? And then... Eyeballs, banana peels, or your own hair? I'm going to go – eyeballs is just too weird. I'm going to go hair. No, you can actually sell your own hair. It's eyeballs. Eyeballs oh. is what is illegal to sell. You know, that kind of makes sense because I'm sure tr- – it's like an organ, right? Yeah. I'm trying to sell an organ is probably – Yeah. Yeah. No black market organs. We're frowned on that. Yep. All right. I got one for you, dude. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Georgia, a highly contested state right now. Man, it is nail-bitingly uh, close. Georgia. Thank you, yep. Georgia. All right. Was it Georgia's for lovers? Or am I thinking of a different state? I don't know. Was it Alabama's for lovers? Peaches. Peaches. Is what I think of when Georgia. Georgia. All right. In Quitman, Georgia, what are chickens not allowed to do? Cross the road. B, be transported on a motorcycle. C, be larger than 20 pounds, Godzilla chicken. D, eat chicken nuggets. What? So chicken so is not chicken, allowed to eat chicken nuggets? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cannibalism, right? I'm going to say uh, <laughs> that would probably be that they're not allowed on motorcycles. Not allowed on motorcycles. You are incorrect, my friend. They're uh, not allowed to cross the road. No. I know you think it's a joke, but they just don't like jokes in Georgia. That sort of seems so obvious. Like but... they're such a bad joke, they won't allow it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not allowed to make this joke. Dad joke. Yep, dad jokes are illegal in Georgia. In Quitman, Georgia, unless you're Indiana Jones's dad and Sean then, Connery, then it's totally okay. Yeah, totally okay. All right, you got one for me. All right, in Alabama, for whom is it illegal to wrestle? Oh no, <laughs> Alabama. Hairy legged women. <laughs> what? Was that even an option? <laughs> Crocodiles. That'd be like Florida, right? Two bears, hmm. or not pa- just one bear? Two bears. Two bears, or pastors and parishioners. <laughs> I'm personally drawn to the pastors and parishioners. Like, hey, man, don't wrestle me. Although we, it'd be cool if that's how we decided, like, who gets like in view of a call. Yeah. Like, and our pastor wrestle it out. Yeah, if you want to be the pastor, you must beat our strongest man in our congregation. WrestleMania. <laughs> okay. Uh, what were the options again? Oh, you gotta listen. I know. Hairy legged hey, women. It's not that. Crocodiles. No. Two bears. Pastors and parishioners. I'm going to go two bears. Two bears is right. Yeah, because you're allowed to do one bear. 
Yeah. But you can't do two bears. You can do three yeah. bears or four bears, but you're not allowed to wrestle two bears at once. Alabama. What? 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 Uh, All right. I'd turn. love to know the story of how some of these laws got started. Like someone has to do something really, really not bright. Yeah. Yeah. We don't use the S word on this podcast. Stupid. Yep. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. You just said it. Way to go there, dude. I'm going to bleep you out, man. I'm going to bleep you. That'd be actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, a seven-year-old listens to us to fall asleep, okay? Yeah. Anyway. Which I was reminded of when I saw her, your daughter. Yeah. yeah she said, I fall asleep listening to your podcast I know. every night. The first thing she says to him on Halloween is, Mr. Matt, I fall asleep to your podcast every night. She's so excited to tell him that. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. The sweet, sweet sound of your voice. I guess. All right. I got one for you, dude. <laughs> How old was she? This is in Utah, all right? Okay. You might, yeah. In Utah, how old must you be before you can marry your cousin? Oh, you think this is Arkansas, right? <laughs> how old must you be in Utah before you can marry your cousin? There's an age limit. Okay. It's A, 35, B, 45, C, 55, or D, 65. I love how there's actually, like, the uh, age somehow matters. Oh, <laughs> <right. laughs> uh, that's just... Weird and twisted. Uh, <laughs> Which is why I picked it. Okay, Utah. Uh, 55? 55. Close. cigar. It is 65. 65. So you must first re- be of retirement age before you can do something super Can I change smart. my answer? Let me, let me just write that in. You have, and, an, uh, you have vote, voter regret. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, yeah. All right. Which is – it reminds me of a great uh, a joke. You know you're a redneck if you go to a family reunion – Looking for a date. <laughs> There's a whole slew of like, you know, you're a redneck Jedi if, like, you know, you're a redneck Jedi if your X-wing is on cinder blocks. <laughs> okay. Or if you like Princess Leia's uh, hair with cinnamon buns. <laughs> We're getting way off the rails. Oh uh, yeah, we are. All right. All right, you got one for me. All right. In Indiana, within four hours of eating onions or garlic, it is illegal what? to. A, use public transportation, B, kiss a bartender, C, go to a public gym, or D, buy a box of mints. I feel like buying a box of mints would be the solution. Right. And if this is about you know laws that do with public safety and concerns, I would say the public transportation thing because everyone has to smell you. Or the gym. The yeah, gym. but there, when this law was made, there probably weren't gyms. Maybe so. That's kind of my, my thinking on that. It is public transportation. Ah, well done. Yes, I'll take one. Good job. For the team. All right, here's your next one. All right. In Idaho, it is illegal for a man to give his fiance more than 50 pounds of what? A, box candy. B, diamonds. C, gold dust. D, love letters. Oh, man. 50 pounds of diamonds. I mean... Uh, that is a lot of diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Box candy, diamonds, gold dust, love letters. I'm going to say gold dust. Gold dust? Yes. 50 pounds of gold dust? And that's at one uh, big dowry there. <laughs> well, the dowry comes from the bride's family, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. Yeah, I got that backwards. Yeah. Bribe, maybe? Let Bribe. Me yeah. You are incorrect, my friend. <sighs> Sorry. The answer is boxed candy. Striking out. If you give, you are not allowed in Idaho to give a man, uh, you're not allowed to give your, your bride a fiance more than 50 pounds of candy. Or a bribe. Boxed candy. Not just candy, boxed candy. Yep. Yep. So that's, right. um, that's highly frowned upon there. All right. Bring me your next one. All right. In Arizona. Thank you, Arizona. Um, yeah. If not better about you at all. If you are caught stealing a bar of soap, what must you now do with it until it's all gone? A, wash a cat, B, wash a car, <laughs> C, wash the courthouse, or D, wash yourself. If you're caught stealing a bar of soap, what must you do with it until it's all gone? Wash a car, wash a cat, wash the courthouse, or wash yourself? I would feel like most punishments have to do with some kind of community service. I'd say wash the courthouse is my guess. Wash yourself. Oh, oh man. I guess it's like poetic justice. Maybe so. Just cleanse yourself of your sin of stealing the soap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. No, we're, I'm kind of striking out here a little bit. No, All right. No, you've done good. You've done better than I have. Okay. Here we go. Here's go your ahead. next one. Yeah. In Waynesboro, Virginia, before a woman can drive a car on Main Street, oh, no, what must her husband do? A, clear the street of all hazards. B, direct oncoming traffic. C, 
Walk and wave a red flag. D. Sell his horse and buggy. <laughs> Before a woman can drive a car on Main Street, what must her husband do? That's just uh, okay. That's different. A. Um, clear the street of all hazards. Okay. B. Direct oncoming traffic. C. Walk and wave a red flag. D. Sell his horse and buggy. I would say A. Uh, clear traffic. Clear the street of all hazards. Yeah, that's what you would think a good husband would do. But uh, no. the answer is incorrect, my friend. He must walk and wave a red flag. <laughs> hey guys, watch out! My wife is driving. <laughs> Woman driver, woman driver. There are so many bad jokes in there. Yeah. We're not going to go there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just. Women are great up. drivers, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, except for my, um, no, my no. seven-year-old. No, no, Okay, yeah, yeah. your seven-year-old. When my seven-year-old becomes of age to drive, I'm praying to God that the robots can drive our cars. <laughs> like the self-driving car thing. <laughs> That's for real, man. I want yeah. that to be like, I'm going to be first on the list when she's like, oh, sorry, robots beat you to yeah. the job. Although what's really interesting, a lot of kids these days are totally not interested in getting a driver's license. That's yeah, weird. It is super weird to yeah. me. It's like, oh, I got the internet. Why do I need my car? I'm like, what? Come on, That's, get that license. Yeah. That's anyway. true. That's true. There are there are more and more students that are, are doing that. Like young, sure. Like people in their 20s. Yeah. I mean, we don't like live in New York City where there's public transportation that actually works and matters. Although city of Austin just passed a crazy, crazy. You hear about Proposition A? No, I didn't hear about. Yeah, it. Yeah, and they're going to be taxing the wazoo out of people there to build trains and buses that people will not use. <laughs> they will not use them. Uh, I feel like unless you can walk to a bus stop from your house, yeah. or bicycle to one, or a train stop, it's pointless because you still got to get in your car. Yeah, if you got to get in your car to get to a bus stop or to a train stop, what's the point? <laughs> just keep driving. You know. Seriously. Seriously. I'm going to get off that. Okay. And I grew up in an awesome public is, transportation place in Tokyo. This is supposed to be a serious, I know. serious segment. A serious. No, we're not going to okay. get it. I'm going to get off my rant. All right. You got one more for me, brother. All right. In what state can you be arrested for harassing Bigfoot? <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> he's real. A, Washington. I love B, that the law assumes that he's real. That's yeah. what's great. B, Alabama, C, North Dakota, or D, Missouri. All right, read the states off Washington, again. Washington, Alabama, North Dakota, or Missouri. I'm going to go North Dakota on this one. You think so? I'm going to go North Dakota. It's Washington weird. is the right answer. Washington, man. Washington. Dude. Yep. Okay, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one last one for you, dude. All right. Ready? Go. In Eureka, Nevada, okay. another state that we are – yeah. Uh, in Eureka, Nevada, what is it illegal to do if you have a mustache? What okay. is it illegal to do if you have a mustache? Okay, give me my options. Your options are A, smoke a cigar, B, kiss a woman, C, eat spaghetti, D, blow your nose in public. <laughs> oh, all those things are a little risky when you have a mustache. They are uh, all a little risky. Um, but which one requires a law to mitigate the risk? Ooh. Kiss a woman? You are correct on Am that. I really? Oh, you wow. cannot kiss a woman with a mustache in Eureka, you, Nevada. Wait, you can't kiss a woman with a mustache? Or if you have a mustache, you If you have a, a mustache, you cannot kiss a woman. And you shouldn't kiss a woman with a mustache. No, you should not kiss a woman with a mustache, according to Eureka, Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I knew this guy who had a mustache. And if you ever listen to this... Um, you know who you are, and I love you, and enjoy teaching with you. But he had a mustache that was so epic and so long, it almost went down over his chin. Wow. Like he didn't have a, a goatee or anything, but it was like it was like this. Wow! Over, and he would have to he would drink coffee, or did he take his hand and lift the mustache up and over to drink That's the coffee? Ridiculous! And put it back down. Like your wife doesn't even know where your lips are. <laughs> like how you can, you can't even accomplish a kiss. You know? <laughs> okay. It's now like I parting knew- a curtain, like. That's crazy. Now, I knew a woman who had a mustache. No, no. Oh, dude, no. Let's no. not. Let's not. All right. Well, there. speaking of <laughs> – we're going to bring this to a halt here real quick. We are going to take a quick five-second break, and then we're going to get into our election paralysis analysis. While Daniel goes and shaves his mustache. I don't have a mustache. Well, it's part it's, of it's called controlled stubble. Oh, controlled okay. stubble, which I do need to control a little bit more. All right. We'll see you back in five seconds. We are back. We're back. We are back. Hey, We've had some fun. I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's the deal with the uh what's the deal with the Lego guy there? This Lego guy? Yeah. 
He's been here this whole time. You just haven't noticed him. <laughs> okay. No. But what's, what's uh, this is a Lego man uh, that was 3D printed by one of our members a couple years ago. And he actually 3, 3D printed it in our church logo colors, which I appreciate. The orange and teal. Of course, you got to keep the, the yellow yeah, right. parts for the Lego yeah. character. Uh, but I thought, you know what? With this whole election stuff, we need to just let, let it go, Lego, right? Oh. Yeah. Let it go, Lego. It's a little reminder to say, let's just take a deep breath and just let it go. Whatever it is, whatever side you're on, just let it go. Just take a deep <laughs> breath, right? And also, you know what? Let's build something new. You know? Okay. We're going to build a better future no matter what it looks like, no matter who's in the office. Let's build something new. That's good. And not get disheartened. So that's that's my Lego wisdom for the day. I'm just okay. going to end the podcast right there. All right. Thank you for listening. Yep, we should uh, be in there. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a few more things with our just kind of debriefing, I guess. Let's talk about the, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Or there's an yeah. elephant in the room? Elephant. The donkey yeah. in the room? The donkey elephant. <laughs> uh, the election. The election. Yes. All what right. are we even saying? You know, we actually didn't plan a whole lot for this, so we're kind of, you know, our perspective on this is more about, hey, how are you feeling? You know, yeah. regardless of what side you're on, you know, if you were a Biden supporter, you were probably hoping for a blowout because they sort of promised that with the polls and everything. And the polls were incredibly wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Everybody who's in the polling business needs to, like, find a new job, yeah. basically. Pretty much. Um, and then those on the Trump side, you know, were hoping for a victory. And there is no, there is no, like, clear. right now we're recording this on a Thursday morning, and there's yep. still four, what, four or five states up oh, in the yeah. air? Oh, and they, yeah. And they projected it. I mean, it could be weeks yeah um you know and you can there's a million podcasts out there that you can listen to for political perspective we're not going to give you that no um, that's we, not what we're here for today yeah yeah we're we're here mainly just to give you some encouragement either side of the the spectrum that you're on um because we are all in this this holding pattern of, yeah. of waiting and it's a good way of putting a holding pattern I, th- I think i think we need to have perspective i think a lot of us um a lot of people are um are so Overcome with it, just the just the the frustration, the anger, the the sense of of hopelessness, mm. um, and just a reminder to all of us today that um, you know this is this is an earthly thing, and 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 yeah. and this earth is not our home, and uh, just to be reminded of that that you know th- these are politics and and government they're they're man-made institutions and um you know they can accomplish great good great good but they can also accomplish great evil yeah and we have to recognize that it's a double-edged sword yeah and do what we can to make those systems better sure and to be involved with them where it's appropriate um but this whole election thing is really just it's been a huge deal amongst people you know it's funny because there's so many strong feelings on either side. Yeah. There's a meme that's falling around on, on Facebook you've probably seen that says, waiting for the election results is like waiting for a grade on a group project. I know I did my part right, but I'm worried the rest of you messed it up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's – especially this mail-in ba- you know, mail ballot stuff has just totally changed yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, we won't get into the whole like you know potential for fraud and whatnot, but it is really – change the way that elections happen yeah um for better or for worse you know you, yeah. we won't get into the arguments for that yeah i mean it's it's difficult it's difficult and i, I know a lot of people right now are, are really just waiting on pins and needles putting their hope in this but um we just want to give you guys some encouragement and just a, a reminder that yeah. god's got this and um like we shared last week no matter who win- ends up winning god is still on his throne Yep. And no matter who the president of the United States is, Jesus is still king of the world. And you got to keep coming back to that and being reminded of that, that yeah. this is this is temporary. Regardless of who the president's going to be, life is going to go on. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> you know it'll, it could look different. Um, but it's hard to imagine because we, we're very, because we're so passionate about this, yeah. right? And, you know, if you're on the Republican side or conservative side, you're really excited about what Trump can accomplish or continue to accomplish. Yeah. You really like the things he has done and you want to see that continue. And so you really are pumped and jazzed to see, oh, please let him win. You're just like, your hopes are in this, you know, for good things. And so when you see that start to get sort of dashed on the rocks and shipwrecked, yeah, <clears throat> it's disheartening. You know, you can kind of feel like, man, your your world is going falling up, upside down. Yeah. And even for us pastors, like we're just, you know, just open books about this. We're both conservatives and we, we were rooting for the conservative cause. Mm-hmm. And uh, for us to see 
Trump losing is disappointing. It is disappointing. And you might say, oh, you know, whatever, whatever you guys are, we're not recommending anybody. We're just being real with you guys. And so if we feel disappointed and we feel kind of frustrated by the situation, we know that you probably are pretty, yeah, pretty dang frustrated. Yeah. You know what? And, and, um, there's a, a couple things you can, I mean, there's a lot to take open, but, um, remembering this, that, uh, like we said, Jesus is still king of the world, but, um, God, this didn't surprise God. Uh, yeah, he's God, not up there biting his nails going, oh my goodness, <laughs> who's going to win? He absolutely knows what's going to happen. And yeah. he is with us in the midst of this. Um, Proverbs 3, 5, we, we quote it a lot, but trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. This doesn't make sense. You know, yeah. We can't understand this, but we trust. We trust in God and we trust that he knows what's going to happen. He knows what he's doing. And... Um, so remembering that God is is with us, but also remember that there are tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people who are who are there with you. Yeah. You know who, and again, regardless of of what side of the spectrum you're on, you're not alone in your feelings. There are yeah. there are there are so many people out there who are also just you know waiting and worrying and wondering and. That's a lot of W's. Yeah. Uh, Way to (laughs) get on the W train there. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also, in terms of perspective, it's really good for us to remember that this is a small sliver in history. Oh, yeah. Right? And so you think, man, so much damage can be done to our country in a short amount of time. That's totally true. Yeah. But also recognize God uses tragedy and destruction for recreation. Right? You think about COVID and how destructive it's been, but it's also forced churches to do things differently and betterly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, to do things better. You know, the, our church, our online presence and social media presence has doubled and tripled in places. Yeah. You know, and so we're able to reach a lot more people through digital means because we upped our game on social media and our live stream. Mm-hmm. And so we think God uses these tragedies. And I honestly think if if Biden does win and um and they start to pass some things that are dangerous, I think there will be some backlash against that. And I think it's going to one force people to reevaluate what really matters in this country and expose some things that how destructive they really are and help bolster uh, conservative things a lot more. Um, Things that churches and Christians can really be excited about. And, you know, this this divides families. You know, my wife Mm -hmm. is in the middle of texting, group texting with her, her sisters and her brothers and, uh, and uh, her her mom and stuff and back and forth about this because we have, you know, family members on both sides of the aisle, and they feel so strongly on either side, and it's, For sure, their man. feelings get hurt. And it's like, I do too, man. how I do can too. you not just logic, people, yeah. science, things, yeah. really? And it just <laughs> it's frustrating. And so we know that we're right there with you, yeah. and we know what this is like. And so at the end of the day, in our conversations with people, we, we do need to be gracious. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to do, and especially in text messages, we tend to read tone into things, yeah. right? We attribute the most negative tone possible. Right. And so we need to be aware of that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think it's reminding ourselves too that, you know, regardless of of who is the president, the fact that God can use anyone to accomplish his purposes. (laughs) Yeah, if if God can use Trump to to do some like conservative things or things that are like in line with Christian values, like really, what can he not use? Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you think back to history too, like uh, there, there are times when things have seemed so bleak. I mean, think about the disciples and and think about the the early Christians. I mean, so the disciples just lost Jesus. All hope was lost. And they're, they're, you know, they're under uh, the Roman governors and and the early Christians, you know, tortured, persecuted. And, Mm. um, you know, you lock doors, freaking out. But look what God did. I mean, for the disciples, of course, Jesus came back to life. We, we know the end of that story, uh, and, and and for the early Christians, seeing how God used that to grow the church, where yeah. where the church grew through that persecution, and mm. so um, and now you know when, when we think about those times, you think about Nero, and you think about those those historical figures. Well, we know about them because of Jesus, right? Yeah. They're like they're they're footnotes in history. Um, you know, God God was able to work through even some of the worst leaders. Uh, and so I'm, I'm not, you know, that's not a, I'm not saying that, that about e- either of our, these candidates. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that God can use anyone to yeah. accomplish his means at any time in history through any situation. This is so. true. And I think we also need to remember that, and we hate to say this, you know, we have this assumption that if there's more religious freedom in our country, then the church will grow more, mm-hmm. right? That's just not true. 
you know, the church might look like it's growing more in numbers. We talk about, you know, think about our country 20 years ago when we sort of hit the peak of the sort of cultural Christianity in some ways, maybe the 90s. And it's all been going downhill since then because we're, no, we're more of a secular country. And if you are a Christian, actually hold to biblical beliefs, you're in the minority. Yeah. And, um, and we don't like that. We don't like right? that. We don't like that. If we're being we real with it, we're afraid. A lot yeah. of our political stuff is motivated by fear. We're afraid our religious liberties yeah. will be removed from us. We won't be able to worship yeah. the way that we want to be. I mean, if you're in California right now, you, you've gotten a taste of that. Yeah. You know, on this whole COVID stuff in Texas, we're a little bit spoiled. Yeah, uh, we've not been squashed so much. And but our no matter no matter what, I mean, you you can't steal our relationship with God. You know, no. you can't steal that that you know that that security that we have in Christ that yeah. can't be taken from you. And, no, you know they they can they can cause church to go underground and outlaw it, but I mean, the church is still going to find a way to be the church. Yep, and, and hopefully uh, we will. Yeah, you know, one day. You know, whether this isn't our lifetime or not, the church will be persecuted. Yeah. And the church, and it'll come out of a degradation of the church, a corruption of the church, and out of it will come a more pure church. Well, uh, and we have to remember, too, this this is happening. Like, it's, it's happening all over the world. I mean, yeah. this is, persecution is higher now than it has ever been. Um, it's just crazy just, to think about. Yeah, but we don't. We know a little bit about it, but we're not experiencing what's going on in the rest of the world. Incredibly you know? spoiled, right? Here. Right, and so um, it's it, to think that we'll be uh, spared from that. I mean, that's it's a very much an American comfort perspective. Yeah, you know, as Americans, one of our chief things that keep us from really being obedient to God is our comfort. Yeah, we are an incredibly comfortable country. We don't realize that. Even those who would be considered in the, under the poverty line here, you are an incredibly rich compared to those who are actually. In like middle class, if there was one, in a lot yeah. of other countries, yeah, comfort keeps us from really being obedient, and we're afraid that some of those comforts, when it comes to our religious liberties and things we hold dear to, will be gone. Yeah, and we have to not let our fears. Let not your heart be troubled. Right, right. And Jesus, Jesus told us. He told us that persecution was going to be a part of it. We yep. we knew that when we signed on for this. That that persecution. I mean, he he told his disciples that, and but he said, "Blessed are you." Uh, when you're persecuted for righteousness' sake, so um, it's only temporary, and it's just for a time. But- you know, my my grandfather, who's now dancing in heaven, uh, died several years ago. But he would always he had this phrase: "You'd say confession is good for the soul." I think it's important that right now we get real and say, "You know what? Let's confess." I have probably put too much hope in politics for change in my country. Yeah. Not yep. of hope in Christ, not of hope in His church, not of uh, direction there. And I think we need to recognize it. If you if you feel super passionate about it and you just gauge how disappointed you are, you need to ask yourself, have I put too much hope in politicians and politics yeah. to change my country instead of in Christ and instead of his church? And it's I, interesting that you share that. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. No, no. I'm, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I actually brought a, an article with me. Actually, it's a, it's a post from a friend of mine. Um, this was awesome because it goes right along with what you're saying, mm. um, that – because if you are God, this is not about an election. It's about using an election to drive your people to their knees so that mm-hmm. we may be what the world needs us to be, to make Jesus Christ known. Regardless of what party you claim, I don't see how anyone, but especially believers, could have emerged from this year without seeing that every plan can be ruined, every expectation can be lost, <laughs> so every constant can be ended, every person can be corrupted, every group can be distracted, every sacred thing defiled. We've been confronted with our finite wisdom, finite power, and finite mm-hmm. perspective until we have nothing left to cling to. And that's what God wants. God wants us to 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 let go of those things so that we'll cling to him and realize that he is our only good choice. Uh, in our wrestling and writhing, we are miraculously ended up in the last place he wanted to be, in the only place that he wanted us to be, utterly helpless, desperate, searching, and humbled. And so this post goes on to, to say, here's some things that we should confess. Confess, like you said, that we've put too much hope in politics and things mm. and people to save us. Um, uh, we've confessed that we long for control rather than compassion. Um, there should be confession that though we're loved by God who's faithful, all of this has revealed to us to be mostly fearful, so fearful that we will excuse or justify anything that promises security, a security that is his and his alone to give us. Confession that we distrust our enemies more than we trust him. Wow. wow. Um, That's so, some really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, and we, and we have done that. We've we've villainized each other. We've villainized these leaders, and we got to remember our our enemy is not people. Our enemy is is Satan. And it's not even culture spirit, either, right? It's the spiritual is forces of evil who who are working um, to cause division, to steal, and to kill, and destroy. And, it's so hard uh, to have that perspective. Yeah, that what's really going behind the scenes. There's a spiritual warfare going on. Yeah. I mean, I if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm kind of a guy that drifts towards scientific explanations for things, right? Yeah. And I don't like to give the devil any more credit than is due him. You right. know, a lot of people find the devil under every rock. Oh, the devil made me do it. The devil did this. And don't, like, come on. You do evil pretty good on your own, you know. <laughs> Satan doesn't need any more credit than he deserves. For sure. For one, he's not omnipresent either. Nope. Um, he's not God's equal. No. Not even not close. Even, not even. He close. is a created being. God is the creator. So, word. Put that out there. Yep. Um, one one more thing I want to add to this: the, how they ended this. Um, he can turn. God can turn the whole world upside down in an instant. Change every possible factor. Answer with unseen solutions. He's God and is neither worried about Joe. Or impressed by Donald, mm. but he loves them both, and he can use either one for his glory, whether they seek his glory or not. Wow! And so, uh, so yeah, that that was that was powerful. And you have more power hmm. on your knees before God for the next thirty days than you will have standing in a waiting booth on the one election day. And so, boom, mic drop. Let's yeah, just end it right there. Yeah, I mean, so in this time, we really need to pray, and, and and some helpful things that I think we can can share, and just praying, um, praying obviously for for God's will to be done. Um, that's what Jesus prayed in the garden. Yeah. You know, not my will, but yours, God. Um, but we want our will. We want we, we want this. We have the tendency to sort of equate our will with God's will. Yeah. I mean, we're all guilty of putting the God stamp yeah. on things that we feel really convicted. But I feel convicted about this. This is, yeah. you know, I have faith that this is right. Well, is it really about that? Or are you just putting the God stamp on what you really want to right. do? Let's just right. be real about it. Be real. Look in yeah. the mirror and ask Jesus, am I being, am my motives on this correct? Or am I just trying to put the God stamp on it so it sounds really spiritual? And I look good when, you know, you're just being yeah. not a nice person. Yeah, for sure. Well, you pray for God's so pray for God's will to be done. You pray for justice um that the the right thing would happen here. I mean, you know, we True. uh we we want every every voice to be heard, uh you know, the, in in making their votes, but we also want it to be an honest and and not corrupt. So we we pray for God's justice in the end and yeah. and um you know, pray for pray for our our friends and and family who are also going through this and just pray that God would cause us to look to him and to trust him that regardless of what happens, he's got this. He's in control and he's never stopped being in control and he never will stop. And this yeah. is temporary. We're gonna yep. we're gonna this is not our home. We're going to be with him where it won't be a, who's gonna be the president. We will know mm. the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who rules perfectly yeah. and never does anything wrong. It never tweets anything dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's – and I think also we need to be praying that God allows us to give us give us insight into the good he can bring about this. Yeah. Right? And, you know, some – whether Trump wins or not, there is some good that has already come out of this election. Yeah. You look at Florida and the way that people have voted for uh, for Trump, and it's – it's a really wide demographic, a very, very wide demographic of a lot of different kinds of people from a lot of different backgrounds, ethnicities, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Ones that a lot of people did not see happening. And Democrats are saying, you know, this we put too much focus in validating the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. and the defund the police movement, and that's what really hurt us in that state. Mm-hmm. And you know, while all while Black Lives Matter and all lives matter, and issues dealing with the Black community do matter. The Marxist things that the Black Lives Matter movement stands for are, are evil, mm-hmm. are wrong. Mm-hmm. And so we can celebrate that that movement will probably not get as much attention for those parts of that agenda because, um, let's just face it, the Democrats will only push something if it serves their agenda. And if it's hurting them, you're not going to hear about it in the news anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, So BLM is took a pretty big blow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that. And we need to still push for improving our various different communities and that includes the black community obviously you know if you say i don't like black lives matter we're not saying black lives don't matter obviously we're saying mm-hmm. listen they stand for some things that are wrong that are evil mm-hmm. marxist stuff uh breaking down the family and god's design for it it's just messed up um the other thing that really got uh damaged uh in this is the defund the police thing mm-hmm. like we want 
law and order is is God's design mm-hmm. to have people in authority because our human nature is to do whatever we want to if there's no consequences. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that right now. Chaos is erupting where there's no law and order. Mm-hmm. And that's an important value. It's one that's biblical as well. And the defund the police thing, you're not going to see that having a whole lot of steam behind it anymore as a result of this election. Mm-hmm. So and I think that's a positive thing to take out of this. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and I think the next question we need to really ask ourselves is where do we go if Trump wins? Mm-hmm. Where do we go if Biden wins? Like how should we conduct ourselves in these scenarios? Matt, what do you think? How should we conduct ourselves if Trump wins? Yeah, I think that, um, again, even if he wins, um, we, we can't place all of our hopes on, on him. He's, he's human. He's going to fail at, at, you know, at some things. I mean, we all fail. Um, but, but I mean, continue, like we said last week, praying for him and we need to be praying that if God gives him another four years that, um, when we've seen that, uh, he has enemies, and those enemies, again, not people, but the the spiritual forces of evil, you know, and and they will work to continue to uh, to undermine uh, his role as the leader. And so, we I'm really pray for this him. gives him some humility too. Yeah. And one of our biggest character issues we have with him is his lack of humility. Yeah. You know, and um, and it, and so I I hope yeah. my prayer is that God would teach him humility if he does win, mm-hmm. and if he loses. A lot of humility. You know? yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, on the flip side, you know, I think we also need to – we can't gloat. You know, if, oh, if, yeah. if you're on the Trump side and you win, let's just – you know what? Be cool about it. Yeah. You know, recognize other people. Think about if you're on the Trump side right now, you look like we're, you're probably going to lose. Just think how that feels on the other side, yeah. you know? Well, then let's talk about that. So uh, – If Biden let's, wins. Let's talk about if Biden wins. So – um, know that if 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 you voted for Trump, I mean, you're it's there's some difficult days ahead where you're going to be. You're, and I'm just talking about in the uh, in the months leading up to to when he may take office. I mean, yeah. the, just the humiliation and mm-hmm. and all the things that will be called and laughed in our face. And I mean, you will see it all over media. I mean, you're already seeing Trump supporters on Facebook posting some things. They're like, you know, you went and messed this up. This is on your hands. You got blood on your hands. Yeah. If the if the country if we go to war and it's on your hands for voting this in, uh, kind of true, but no, not helpful. So what what should we do if Biden if Biden wins? Since you pitched it to me, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> pitch with to Trump. I'm gonna pitch if, it to you. With, if Biden, with Biden wins, as Christians, one we need to if it's a fair, if it's a legit election. And he won fair and square. We need to show respect. Yeah, we need to show sure. respect. For sure. And you know, it's funny. My daughter has been listening to our conversations at home about all this political stuff, and she said, "Well, it's easy. If, if Biden wins, we just don't have to listen to him." Like that kind of <laughs> explains a lot about your behavior at home. Uh, <laughs> like, no, sweetie. Even if he, we don't like him, we still have to. I mean, maybe we don't have to listen to him, but we do need to still obey the laws of the land for sure and offer respect. You don't have to yeah. like a person to offer respect to them. Well, and we said last week you you don't you and don't let's be pray. Honest, he's not going to be in the office for very long. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Um, you don't you don't pray against people, and uh, you you pray for them and pray that God would good. Would, good would work in them and and surround them with wise counsel and that they would actually listen to it. Um, True. So. I'm sorry I cut you off. What else? I, I think we should also think about how you conduct yourself online. Yeah. You know, if Biden Absolutely. wins, you know, let's not throw a fit about it. Let's not throw a tantrum. Let's conduct ourselves with um, grace, humility, and and prayer. And let's start to really focus our attention on how we can make our country better um, in ways that maybe are less political. Work through your church. Work on making your community better. Yeah. Work on being involved in things that change your neighborhood, uh, one person at a time. Yeah. And sometimes we think in too big of these these big broad strokes of government changing things and making things for the better. It's it doesn't. Yeah. God never he, he never intended to work through government. He wants True. to work through the church through his people. I mean. That's not to say that government's not important and that, you know, God hasn't helped establish that. But uh, when we place our faith in that and our hope is in that and we're wrecked, you know, regardless if we win, I mean, we get, we can get a little too caught up in it for sure. sure. Well, why don't we pray? We've been talking about prayer and that we need to pray. We're going to do it ourselves. Yes, we are. And it wouldn't be a prayer challenge if we didn't have, you know, post Halloween, I said one piece of candy. 
we to see who is going to win the right to pray on this momentous podcast, we have to guess how many pieces of candy are in this. Okay. So Matt, first, how many pieces of candy do you think are in? Sour Patch Kids, not enough. Sour Patch Kids, not, not enough. enough. It's my favorite. It's good. Watermelon Sour Patch Kids. I used to not. Bomb. I used to not like them, but I I like them a lot better now. I yeah. would say twelve. Yeah, I've I've held the package, so okay. you can feel it. All right. Get a, get a feel for how many are uh, in there. Yeah, maybe maybe twelve. I think twelve pieces of candy in there. Okay. How much did you make? Ten. 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 I'm gonna say ten. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight. Okay. All right. Let's Break it up. open. Let's see now who gets to eat these. Oh, the winner gets to eat them. Oh, man. All right, let's get a piece of paper here. Put it out. Dude, there's five pieces of candy in there. <laughs> That's it? That's it. You're wrong by half. <laughs> so they're mine. They're now. yours. Mine, and I get to pray. Lucky me. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's bow our heads. And if you are driving, don't close your eyes. Um, <laughs> if you're not driving or doing something else that's not dangerous, why don't you pray with us? Yeah. Journey Father. You, you sit on the throne and you see everything that's going down below us. Yeah. And that's weird of us to sort of put in those perspectives because I'm sure it's a lot more cosmic and powerful and beyond our imagination than the way that I'm describing it. But God, we want as much as possible to have your perspective on what is happening. And too many times we get caught up in our own world and our own issues and our yeah. own agenda. Yeah. God, we confess that to you right now. We confess to you that sometimes we put too much hope in chariots mm-hmm. as scriptures. We put too much hope in our fortresses and walls uh, as scripture says, but God, we want to put our hope in you. Mm-hmm. Only you have the power to change people's hearts. That's right. Only you have the power to change communities truly from the inside out. And we get caught up in these external things that we hope will change things, and they can be good, and we know they are good. We know we are being obedient by being involved in them and reflecting mm-hmm. your values and the way we are involved in them. But, God, we know that's not all. Mm-hmm. So, God, we want you to open our eyes to how we can make a difference in our world, how we can make a difference in our community, in our church, in a way that is pleasing to you. God, we want our lives to honor you. We want our lives, the way we conduct ourselves online and around other people, at work, at school, to really reflect your character and your values yeah. as much as possible. Let yeah. us be a people of love before being a people of being right. We want to be both. God, we know that you loved us first, and we want that love to be reflected to everybody around us as well. God, we pray this all in your holy and magnificent and wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. And uh, are you really going to keep all those Sour Patch Kids? I might share, share one, one with you. I'll let right. you have one. But you can't <laughs> eat it now. It's going to be weird chewing food while you're doing a yeah. podcast. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you have any uh, insights, questions, send them to us. We Please would do. love to hear from you. You can email me at madfpcpeople.org or dmcginty at fpcpeople.org. Send us a Facebook message. You can message us through the church on the Facebook page. Um, you can do all kinds of things. But we'd love to hear from you guys. And, of course, you can listen to us on all the platforms, almost all of them. Stitcher, yep. iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Whatever, Ask Alexa to play whatever it for you. Whatever you do, whatever you listen to. Yeah. Alexa, play TuneIn Podcast, True and Trivial Talk. Actually, you need to say Thursdays. Thursdays, True and Trivial Talk. And then you can fall asleep to it like my daughter. <laughs> well, no matter what happens with the election, we're really glad that you guys uh, listen to what's going on here. With- yes, and know it's going to be okay. Yes. All right, until next week, we'll see what happens. Let me do some Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Bye. Bye.